is the Mulberry Lane Show. The Mulberry Lane Show. Exclusive interviews, fun, music, celebrities. Your weekend getaway. Now, here's Mulberry Lane, Rachel, Bo, and Ellie Cat. Be a part of the family. Hey guys, it's Allie with the Mulberry Lane Show, along with your radio sisters, Rachel and Bo. And guess what? It's time for another episode of the Mulberry Lane Show. So glad you guys are here with us today. We've got a jam-packed show full of very unique artists you're going to love getting to know. All right, sisters, let's get to those guests. The Mulberry Lane Show's on. Celebrity story songs. You're going to have it going on when we tell you who's stopping by now. Well, first up today, it's Restless Heart, and you'll meet the lead singer, Larry Stewart. Now, Restless Heart, country music supergroup, has had six number one hits and 26 charting singles, including these songs. I'll be yours until the sun doesn't shine, till time stands still, until the winds don't When she cries at night And she doesn't think that I can hear her And this one Why does it have to be wrong or right? Why does it have to be one way or the other? And today you're going to hear from Larry How they are celebrating 35 years in the music business They're on tour They're going to come out with a new single And Larry also talks about his solo career how the band gets along behind the scenes these days, the mountains and valleys of their career, and you're going to hear about the song that took them 25 hours to record the chorus. And we thought we were picky. (laughs) You're going to love getting to know Larry and hearing more about the Harmony Supergroup Restless Art. Okay, Rachel, who's next? We've got a treat for you. MTV's new show called Too Stupid to Die is literally blowing up the TVs. <laughs> Today you're going to meet two of the stars of the show. Two of the stupidest guys you've ever met. <laughs> and they would be proud of that title, by the way. Zach Holmes and Chad Tapper. These guys are going to tell you what they mean by dumb fun. And you'll get a total behind-the-scenes look at the antics that these guys record them doing in rural Indiana. Because, of course, there's nothing to do in rural Indiana. That's what they think. (laughs) Meet the two stars of this MTV show. They both have huge social media numbers. Find out what got one of them kicked off of YouTube. And they have some advice for risk-taking in your life. Mm -hmm, And they should know. You can tune in to Too Stupid to Die on MTV Friday nights at 8.30 Central. Okay, sisters, who else? Okay, well, most likely you guys tune into The Voice, maybe American Idol. Well, now there's a new show. It's called Real Country. You can catch it Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Central on the USA Network. And the host of this competition show is nationally known radio host Graham Bunn. And Graham is going to be joining you today to tell you all the behind the scenes. And of the three judges 
Shania Twain, Travis Tritt, and Jake Owens. Okay, and the funny thing is, it's really hard to say Shania Twain and Travis Tritt because what you really want to say is Shania Twain and Travis Twitt. <laughs> and you'll notice in the interview, he stops. He stops after Shania Twain and Travis Tritt. I'm sure that has happened to him and he knows now that he has to pause. And you did it too when you yes, said it right now. I did. So there's the secret. You got to pause before those tongue twisters. <laughs> the tongue twisting judges. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Graham's going to tell you what makes this competition show different than all the others. And it's really fun because it's all focused on country music. All right. Okay, Rachel, you have a story to share. Yes. I, I have to share with you that I changed my TV viewing habits this week. Okay. Spill the beans. Because normally when I'm... You know, around the house, I'll have on cable news shows. So, but this week I switched to the Hallmark Channel. Oh, yeah, I have been doing that too. Okay, so, so you'll get this. Instead of, you know, worrying about what's happening in Congress and why, you know, different political parties can't get along and worrying about what's going on with the country, now I'm worried about if the reindeer show up <laughs> and if the cookies and the gingerbread will be done in time. And I can tell you I am so much happier watching the Hallmark Channel. Well, it just shows you are what you're surrounded by. That's right. So I don't think I'm going back. I'm going to stick with Hallmark all through the holiday season. So what you're saying, Rachel, is that you're following the poles a little less and following the North Pole a little more. <laughs> That's exactly it. Well, you're going to get no polarizing news here today on the Mulberry Lane Show because we're all about coming together, what we have in common, and entertainment. And coming up next, you're going to hear from Larry Stewart, lead singer of hit-making supergroup in country music, Restless Hearts. Keep it here with your radio sisters on the Mulberry Lane Show. The temperatures are getting chilly, but we're warming up things right here with you. celebrities on your radio station back to the mulberry lane show now here's mulberry lane with the bluest eyes in texas why does it have to be wrong or right i'll still be loving you just a few of the 25 hits from legendary country music group restless heart now celebrating 35 years of making musical magic now larry stewart lead singer of the group is here to chat all things restless heart Larry Stewart here on our show. 35 years of Restless Heart, here we go. Wow, that's the first time that's ever, ever happened. In 35 years, no one has ever sung me onto a show. So thanks. We're happy to be the first to sing you onto a show. In 35 years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to the show, Larry. We're so happy to have you with us. And Thanks so much for having me. Now, you've got to talk about celebrating 35 years of hits and music. You're doing this 35th anniversary tour. So what's it like playing all these hits and being out on the road? Well, uh, 35 years. We've outperformed most marriages in America. (laughs) That's true. And it's the original five guys, too, which is amazing. The original five guys. We've survived each other. So it really is uh, a marriage. Well, it really is. I mean, we spend more time together, really, especially during the summer months. There was a time in our career we spent, you know, more time than we've ever spent with our families. I bet. It's really amazing. You know, a lot of people on Music Row didn't really know what to think about these five guys doing this more contemporary sounding big harmony vocals you know with mullets (laughs) right yeah critics didn't like us much 
and here 35 years later, the five of us still hit the stage together and playing Cindy. Oh, we're much sexier now than we've ever been. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, you know what's interesting is people loved you and still love you. And a lot of times critics don't really go with what people love. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, in, in all in all ways, whether it be music or politics or whatever it may be, um, it's all about the people. And, man, have we been blessed to be in country music for this long and have a, quote-unquote, base. Mm-hmm. You know, folks that, that still, to this day, follow us around, you know, from state to state to state. Now they got the kids coming with them. Right. And... And in some ways, I mean, we feel like that our that our reach is growing. The Internet's been great because we can hear from so many people. Right. And, you know, we'd love to hear the stories, you know, of why people are fans of WrestleStart, how long they've been together, what songs meant so much to them, all of that. So it's really a lot of fun. Well, you I'd know, say a lot more fun now than, than ever before. I bet. And, you know, that your sound is timeless. Well, thank you. You know, our sound is really... It's really an odd thing because, you know, a lot of families sound like, you know, when you put family vocals together, it's just like, ah. Well, this whole thing with the five of us, it was just a meant-to-be situation. We were meant to come together, meant to be together. From day one, when the five of us sing together, it's a sound that I get to sing, stand in the middle of the stage, all five of us sing together on every song, so I get to hear harmonies, and I grew up with harmonies, but uh, if you take one of those voices away, it's not the same. Right. So basically, it's harmony that sounds like family. It is. Been that way a long time. Well, if you're just joining us, Larry Stewart, lead singer of Restless Heart, is here on the Mulberry Lane Show. How did the five of you come together, and when did you discover that you had this incredible blend? Because you said it was just there from the start. It really was. We all met here in Nashville. All five of us you know, I had a dream. The other guys probably had more of a dream than I did. I came here on a baseball scholarship. Next okay. thing I knew, I'm singing. So, I, you know, I sang my whole life with my dad, but he wasn't smart enough to, or didn't have the vision for myself enough to know where I was supposed to go on my own. So baseball brought me here, and okay. I met some amazing people. And uh, I met our keyboard player, Dave, at Belmont University, where I played baseball. And then... Paul, our bass player, and John, our drummer, went in another band together. I met Greg Jennings on Music World doing sessions with him because uh, he's just a great guitar player. And the next thing that I'm hearing is that all these guys from Oklahoma are putting this Oki project together, and they need a lead singer. And so I had known a couple of them. We kind of got together, and then they asked me to be part of the band, and I said no. And uh, I said, like, and I just graduated from college. Uh-huh. I've got a degree. I'm going to get married. And I'm going to go tell my future father-in-law that I've joined a country band and I'm going to sing bars all over America. <laughs> that boy, wouldn't that make him proud? Uh, so what'd you do? Well, over Thanksgiving, talked to my family, talked to everyone, decided I didn't think I should do it. Went back on Tuesday after Thanksgiving, November of 19, whatever it was, I'm not even going to say. Um, so Tim Dubois, uh, also from Oklahoma, uh-huh. and called me. Um, I was working at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Okay. I was the stock clerk. You know, I was in charge of putting all the little shot glasses and the 8 by 10s and okay. the keychains up. <laughs> you know, and so they called me and they asked me, what do you want to do? Do you want to be in this band? 
And my head shook no, and my lips said yes, and I broke out into a cold sweat. Oh, I, I have no idea why that happened. It was supposed to happen. I just I called. Oh, I was I was almost sick. Uh-huh. I bet. And then, uh, well, long story short, and we you know we moved on, tried to figure it out, and you know the first part of the next year, we got together, recorded an album, we got a single out, one in months, we the very first show I ever played in front of an audience wow. live wow. was it was sold out in front of Alabama. Threw up everywhere. Oh. Oh. I was so sick and nervous. I threw now up I- all over our Joe Galani, our head of our label shoes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> so now that's, that's a, quite the visual. <laughs> as as a lead singer, though, you know you kind of have to carry it. So how did you grow into that role? You know, on the other hand, how could you go out and tour for a year and a half better than opening for Alabama? Right. We would get through. We would get through with our show. All the other guys in the band go back to the hotel, and I would stay there. I'd go up to the rafters out in the audience, and I would watch Randy Owen have everybody in that place in the palm of his hand. I said, how does he do it? What's he doing? And I need to learn some things from that. Well, obviously, I never really learned totally everything he did, but I I just, you know, I watched him for a year, and and just got more and more comfortable. Great education right there. How to connect with the audience. How long did it take for you to not get nervous then before performances? I don't know, about 25 years. <laughs> so now let's talk about your voice. You have such a pure and emotional voice. You said you were a baseball player. So, you know, at what point did you develop this voice? And I'm not sure I did anything. <laughs> you okay. know, I... I I, I maybe that was the best up. choice to not ruin it. Yeah, you know, and I do everything wrong. I drink a lot of coffee and eat a lot of ice cream. And I don't do anything. I just open my mouth and sing. But I sang with my dad. I played the piano for his gospel quartet starting at six years old. Okay, so and it, it was in your DNA, really? I kind of was. My dad sounds across between Dean Crosby and Nat King Cole. He's okay. a huge car salesman in western Kentucky. But he sang all over the four-state area, and he loved to sing with his quartet friends, and he did. He had a great voice. He he left me when I was 18, but um, he, his prayer all along was for me to get to Nashville and his wow. friends help me out. And so, wow. yes, I just got it from him. Well, you know, you probably absorbed a lot. Watching him and hearing him, you know, even about phrasing and all of that, it probably seeped into you. That's a great observation. I think you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to him sing every day. You know, I walk in the house, hey, hey, son, come here. You know, we sit at the p.m. before dinner and sing something. Or whatever, have some fun. So, gotta take a quick break. When we come back, you'll hear about all things harmony with Larry Stewart of Restless Heart. Keep it right here with your radio sisters on the Mulberry Lane Show. Are haunting me 
Behind the songs, back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. In the middle of a chat with lead singer Larry Stewart of Restless Heart, who brought you four gold albums and 26 charting singles. Let's jump back in with Larry. So now, how did you record harmonies in the studio? About as painful as you can imagine. <laughs> oh, we can imagine. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, Scott Hendricks, um, our producer back then he is a stickler i mean mr perfection perfection okay and there was no pro tools back then yeah ladies let me tell you yeah i, I sang almost all the songs but then background harmonies would be with two guys at a time okay because that crosstalk on a microphone is real cool sounding i had to sing it perfect together it took us 25 hours to sing the, the choruses of wheels that's uh-huh. so simple. Wheels. Yeah. Stay under me. Wheels. Stay under me. Yeah, 25 hours. Wow. I think it shows because, you know, as harmony singers ourselves, we've studied a lot of harmony groups and we've always thought you guys are just amazing. So, I mean, I think that it does show. Well, thank you. Thank you. We, I tell you, we worked hard, so I yeah. appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Usually I just sang my part and, oh, you know. And then the go guys, drink coffee. And drink coffee, sit in there, and just watch guys throw things around the studio. <laughs> they were so frustrated. <laughs> I bet. So now you've had solo albums through the years, and you just released your recent album, Shifting Gears. So talk about how you weave your solo projects in with the Restless Heart stuff. Well, it is a unique situation. I just got the opportunity to do it. I haven't made a solo album in 20 years. Okay. Uh, we really weren't at this point um, looking at doing an album or really even doing any recording right yet. We're going we're gonna to try to do a 35th anniversary single, you know, if we can all agree on a song. Um, <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> luck with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, you talk marriage, you know, it's like five <laughs> have to agree on a song. Are you kidding? So, um we'll probably do that soon, but I just really got the opportunity and I had some songs that co-written and some songs that I just kind of had in my hip pocket and just one thing led to another and um, I'm so proud of the album just to be able to work with the second guy, non-baseball guy, the second guy I met at Belmont University and his name's Gordon Kennedy and he's a world-class guitar player. Uh, I mean, he's played on everybody, Carrie Underwood and anybody else, produced Mosaic for Ricky Skaggs, uh, works with Peter Frampton. Anyway, we started writing together, and a little band just played like the Bluebird and stuff back in the early days, and then I got asked to go be with Russ's Heart, and we kind of split off there a little bit, but he went on to co-write Change the World for Eric Clapton, so he did okay. Yeah, Yeah, he did good. So, you know, 30-something years later, you know, we we have this little group called the Lunch Bunch. We all have lunch together once a quarter, and we just really kind of reconnected, and when I got the opportunity to do this recording, I said, hey, do you have time? And he just jumped at it. He said, yes, I do have time, and boy, wasn't it cool, you know, uh, full circle thing that would be for us to finally yes. be able to get in the studio and make a project like Together. we wanted to from yeah. day one. Yeah. Well, if you're just joining us, Larry Stewart, lead singer of Restless Heart, is here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So when you record your solo albums, or even with Restless Heart, 
what headspace are you in? Are you mostly thinking about the words and the vibe of the song? Or like, what are you thinking about when you're singing? Or are you thinking about pitch because you have to put the harmonies on? <laughs> well, you know, those times have changed because when I was recording with Scott Hendricks with Russell's Heart, I, it was all about pitch. Yeah. Pitch, 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 you know. Now, man, it's like, okay, interpret the song. Sing the song with feeling. Sing it to people. Say this song to people that will they believe you. Yeah, right. And it's not that you just throw pitch out the door. I, I probably have a better handle on, you know, knowing myself and how I sing now than I did back then. So... But yeah, you know, that's a good question. And then now, you know, you can really have, I mean, there are times, and y'all know this, man, when you sing one of your tracks and you go, that's terrible, but the producer or the engineer goes, you know, let, let me look, look at this. And then they kind of fix a couple of words or something <laughs> and go, oh, man, that's a lot of emotion in that. Right. Yep. You can do that now. It's really odd. It is. So now, how do you think you guys kept it together all five original members still getting along and singing together what what do you think it was about the group or the music or, or what held you guys together i think <laughs> breaking up in the 90s is the only reason why we're together now okay you know we were a mess that we toured for nine years or so and and then you know some guys would get along very well some guys you know this that it's just you know being in a band trying to do business together trying to you know, we're in each other's personal space all the time. Yeah, and right. Greg Jennings, our guitar player, and I were going to shut it down in 91 just to say, hey, we got to walk away from it for a while. Uh-huh. Or he decided not to the last minute, but I decided I got to. I'm just, I, you know, and I, and I didn't walk away because I didn't want to do a, a solo album. I, I just had to walk away because the environment was It just wasn't working. Healthy. Two years went by, they did a couple of albums, and then they went down to three, and uh, just kind of went away. And then four of the five of us got back together and did our greatest hits package and toured the Ben Skill for a year or so. And then we shut it down again, and then, like, 2002, all five of us got together and kind of talked and reminisced, did a group hug, and said, hey, why don't we go out and do a few shows and see if anybody cares? Yeah? Wow. <laughs> here, and they did. Here we are. Here. When you all got back together, did you rehash old stuff and talk it through, or did you just kind of say, you know what, let's just look forward from here? I think a couple of guys did. I didn't, because you know, it really wasn't me that wasn't getting along with everybody. It was, you know, some other things going on, and just, some, you know, you try to put personal with business, and you're in each other's space all the time. Yeah. You know, that's why bands never stay together. Yeah. You know, especially so, rock bands. So now being out on the road now, what's it like? Well, with the five we're, of you we're grown up a little bit now. There's a couple that are... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we're... Yeah, they're, we, not, uh, they're not here. You can talk about them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, we know each other very, very well. We know our limitations. We know why we're here. We're not trying to change the world, so to speak. We're mm-hmm. not trying to be somebody we're not and figure it out we're not tugged in a million different directions and then three people want to go that direction one wants to go that one one wants to go that one and then we're all throwing our hands up and i hear you what the heck. Yep. so um we just know why we're here now and that is to hit the stage play and sing together you know i i truly believe that we sound better than we ever have I bet. um i really do i, I don't I hope that comes off okay. It's just that we've been singing together for so long, and we just love hitting the stage together. Still. I think voices are like wine. They get better with age. I really do. I, well, I agree with that. I, I'm going to steal that. 
Okay. <laughs> you may have it. I, I like that. Yeah. Well, Larry, we want to thank you so much for joining the show. I think we could talk to you forever, but we know you have a life. <laughs> well, this is my life, so there you go. Yeah. Well, we so, love hearing about the hits and the music and the 35th anniversary tour. Restlessheartband.com. Our tour's on there. Okay. We even have a few things that are coming up. I think we rolled into next year a little bit. We haven't updated it totally. We always come to the Midwest, so we'll okay. be there. So Restlessheartband.com. And then also your latest solo album is Shifting Gears. Shifting Gears. And if you want to go check that out, you can go to LarryStewartMusic.com. You can order Shifting Gears there. And if you do order it there, I mean, you can stream it and download it and all that stuff. But if you go there, I'll send you a physical CD. I'll sign it and put a Shifting Gears koozie and phone wallet with it. Oh, my gosh. That's great. All right. So, so let me tell you just real quick. Sure. The reason for that uh-huh. is you take the koozie with you, and when you're shifting gears on the weekend and you're out on the town, you use this koozie, but then you got the phone wallet, which is a little thing that sticks on the back of your phone, and you put your license and your credit card in there. So you got everything you need to shift gears for the weekend. Sure. And you got your music, too. That's right. Got to figure it out. That's a very cool idea. Thanks again, Larry. Hey, I enjoyed talking to you guys. Y'all were fun. Y'all asked great questions. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'd love to have you back anytime. Okay, thank you. That's Larry Stewart, lead singer of country supergroup Restless Heart. When we come back, you're going to hang out with two guys that are too stupid to die. Hear all about their brand new show for MTV coming up next right here on the Mulberry Link Show. I'll be yours until the sun doesn't shine Till time stands still Until the winds don't blow Winter day is just a memory to me I know I'll still be loving I'll still be loving Music, celebrities, and everything in between Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, are you guys too stupid to die? Well, you got to check out MTV's new series called Too Stupid to Die and watch hilarious, dangerous, and downright crazy stunts of Zach Holmes and Chad Tepper and their crew. Now, these guys were banned by YouTube and their social media sensations, and now they're going to join your weekend to try to explain what drives them to be too stupid to die. Welcome, welcome to the show, Chad and Zach. Thanks for having us here. Okay, so this is a crazy show. So first of all, talk about where this takes place in rural Indiana and how important that is in this series. Oh, yeah, the whole show is based in Indiana. There's really not a lot that goes on there at all, so we just have to make our own fun. And when I say make our own fun, I mean do dangerous and crazy things. Okay, so now you have to explain some of these dangerous and crazy things, because some of these things are pretty unbelievable. <laughs> There's a lot of, of uh, us getting in the nuts. My friend Megan drives a car through an exploding trailer. There's, like, people jumping through uh, light bulbs, getting hit by cars. Like, I'm a human wrecking ball in one of the episodes. Okay, so now who thinks of these things? Do you sit around and brainstorm about, you know, just the craziest ideas you can come up with? How does this work for you guys? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's usually what we do. We just, like, we'll brainstorm different ideas or we'll, we'll get inspiration from, like, outside things. Like, we'll be watching, like, uh, 
someone doing some sort of sport or like there will be a, a, like a hardware store and we'll see something we can hurt ourselves with you know it just depends <laughs> okay so now how did this series get to MTV Zach did they approach you how did this come about I was approached by um, a studio called Gunpowder and Sky okay. that's headed by uh, Vance Hoffler he ran Viacom for a while okay um, so he's just sort of well known. He he knows the the stunt genre of entertainment because of Jackass and okay. different things like that. You know, they contacted me and we we made a show, and then MTV ended up wanting to buy it. Okay. So now, what happened? How'd you guys get kicked off YouTube? Oh, uh, my YouTube channel, um, it was mainly just for uh, dangerous activities. Okay. Uh, I kept on getting strikes on my videos, and my videos get taken down. Because uh, like, people didn't want like, their kids trying what you were doing, basically. Was that it? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I always put warnings in front of all my YouTube videos, though, too. Uh-huh. To make, like, and I was like, don't do this at home. You know, it has a standard warning. Right. And uh, I, even, like, I even made it to the point where you had to be 18 to watch all my videos. Okay. And, uh, and that still wasn't. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach Holmes and Chad Tepper of MTV's Too Stupid to Die here on the Mulberry Lane Show. And then, Chad, how did you come to the project? So um, I, I've been doing social media for a while. I have a, a big following on, so on Instagram and different things, and uh, I've been doing stunts, and I've always watched Zach do different stunts, and then uh, we linked up one day when he was in Los Angeles, and we filmed, and we just started, like, making out all the time, became best friends, and then uh, <laughs> he, uh, he was like, yo, I'm doing this show. I think it would be great if you came out. And then I came out to the show, and they started making out with all the other cast members, and we just started making fun. Fun videos, and I don't even know, man. We're just we're very lucky to do what we do. So and everything we between you guys, everything clicked right away. Everything clicked, especially our time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now, yeah, is there a competition between you guys? Do you guys try to outdo each other, and how do you how do you manage that? Um. Yeah. I mean. Uh, Everyone wants to get good footage. Okay. So, I mean, sometimes uh, people will, you know, sometimes we'll end up, like, trying to one-off each other. Um, But, you know, in the end of the day, we're all just happy that we're doing crazy stuff together. Okay. Did you ever imagine that, you know, when you started, both of you started putting up videos or stuff on social media or YouTube, that it would become what it's become? Go ahead, Chad. You go first. Honestly, I just really like creating stuff and sharing. Like, it's like an art form for me. So, like, I, okay. I love doing it, and I was going to do it even if nobody wanted to watch it. Okay. And I just got very lucky, and millions of people wanted to watch it. So, I mean, I don't know. Okay, and Zach, very what about lucky. you? Um, it, it's just crazy that we got to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought, I, I never really thought that we, you know, I would get to this point. I mean, I always had, like, this... This feeling that maybe maybe it would happen. There's always been a lot of people telling all of us, you know, that we will never get anywhere with doing crazy stunts and like look where it took us. Right. So now, what do you hope people take away when they watch the show? Um, you know, I hope everyone like you know just uh, really uh, comes to like us all and uh, you know enjoys like just. I, I feel like everyone's going to be genuinely entertained. Okay. A lot of people, you know, people who have normal lives get caught up in their regular life, you know, afraid to take chances, playing it safe, and maybe yeah. not ever reaching their potential either personally or creatively. So you guys are constantly putting yourself out there with crazy stunts and taking risks. Can you share a little bit about what it takes to take those risks and go for it? You know, whatever people might be doing in their lives. What's your advice? Zach? A lot of it's, um, you know, it's just about taking that that initial risk to begin with. Um, You just have to, like, do it um, and then, like, stay consistent. 
That's sort of what I did, and it worked out. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Chad, you? I, I think a lot of people are really scared to live life and, and do what they want to do and live their dreams. I talk to people all the time that are like, I want to be an actor. I want to move to L.A., but I just don't think I can do it. Uh-huh. It's just like you, you have to you have to live your dreams and do what you want. And for us, doing stunts and being idiots is what we dreamt of doing our whole lives. So this is you just have to do what you want to do in life. Life is so freaking short. You could die any day. Why would you not live every second and do whatever you want to do, you know? Well, you guys are perfect examples of that. <laughs> and we want to thank both of you for joining the show and talk about what time you guys are on. Our show's on Fridays at 9.30, 8.30 Central. It's every Friday. Okay, so we will check you out there and we will live vicariously through you guys. <laughs> thank you. All right, take care. <laughs> That's Zach Holmes and Chad Tepper of MTV's Too Stupid to Die. Make sure you check out their brand new show and all the craziness Friday nights at 8.30 Central on MTV. Keep it right here with your radio sisters. Coming up next, got another show for you to check out. This is a music competition show all about country music. Graham Bunn, host of Real Country, joins your weekend next. Keep it right here with The Mulberry Lane Show. We've got you covered. The Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. If you're a country music fan, you're going to want to hear all about Real Country, a brand new music competition show on the USA Network starring Shania Twain, Travis Tritt, and Jake Owens. Now, they're going to be choosing the next big star in country music, and you get to decide. Graham Bunn, Southern California's popular radio personality and host of the show, is here now to give you behind-the-scene details all about Real Country. Welcome, welcome to the show, Graham Bunn. Come on. That was awesome. I need to start my day like that every day. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Well, it's great to have you on the show. So before we get into what the show is all about, first you have to talk a little bit about yourself, your background with country music, and how you came to the show. Well, I am born and raised in God's country, North Carolina, so I was raised on country music. I've uh, been a fan of the genre my entire life. Just to be a, a part of real country has been a dream come true, and I, I could not say enough about how blessed and humbled I feel just to, to be associated with this show. Okay, so now talk about the format of the show. What are we going to see? What's it going to be like for us? Oh, it's really cool, and I, I feel like Real Country's found a very unique way to kind of separate itself from other music show competitions. Okay. And, you know, whether it's better, worse, it's just cool to be unique in that every episode is going to be a one-off. So we're going to do eight episodes, and the first seven will be showcased with an individual theme and three artists that were handpicked by Shania Twain, Travis Tritt, and Jake Owens will all compete, and the winner of that showcase will then advance to a grand finale where all the winners of their individual showcase will compete for $100,000 and a performance at the Grand Old Opry. How cool wow. is that? So now, who decides? Does the audience get to judge? Oh, yeah. It's a live okay. audience. They're performing, and uh, they kind of hold everybody's future in their hands. There's definitely that live music aspect to it, and you get up there, and there's nothing to do but to get out there and give your heart. So okay. it's, it's really cool and entertaining to see. So now, Shania and Travis and Jake, they each pick one artist that they're, like, cheering on and, and coaching. Is that it? Correct. Well, they go out, and for every showcase, 
each artist was brought to the show by one of our panelists, James and I or Travis. Right. They're cheering for them all, but they're kind of biased towards their own. Toward their own. And your job is host. So what exactly will you be doing and how involved do you get with like their fates and what they're up to? Well, I am not involved at all with their fate. Okay. I, I have the best job possible. All I got to do is go out there and be their friend, which uh, okay. that's probably all I'm qualified to do. <laughs> I just get to support them, encourage them, and just kind of be someone that they can look to and be like, hey, is everything cool? I'm like, yeah, man, this is what we're going to do. Uh-huh. This is how it's going to work. And we're all here to love you, appreciate you, support you. So I, I just get to be the biggest cheerleader ever. That's okay. the best job. <laughs> if you just joined us, you're listening to Graham Bunn, the host of the brand new country music competition show, Real Country, airing on the USA Network. You're hearing all about it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Do we get to meet, you know, each of these artists individually and kind of get their hometowns and a little bit of that feel? Or is it just strictly on their performance? No, yeah, you're going to get a whole package of, you know, who they are, what has influenced them, what it means to be on Real Country. Uh, Yeah, we're going to hook you in. We're going to get your teeth in there. We're going to make you love everybody and then going to make it hard for you to to want to cheer for one over the other. Because when I say that the level of talent on this show is good, it would be a severe understatement. Everybody is incredible. Okay, you know, it just seems like with all these competition shows, everyone is so on their game and it seems like the level of talent just keeps going up. And up. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I, I don't know if any other show does this. You know, I don't think so. I haven't heard of it. But these artists are handpicked by Shania, Jake, and Travis. Like, okay. they go out and they find, like, you know what? You represent something that I think is missing in country music, or you represent something that I find amazing about country music, and I want you to represent me on that stage. Uh-huh. And so the level of talent is reflective of the level of panelists we have. You know, I don't have to, but I will. I'll brag on the panelists to be Shania is a multi-Grammy winning artist, the highest selling country female artist of all time. Travis yeah. Travis won Grammys. He's a legend and an icon. Jake Owens got number ones for days and charting on the charts right now. So the level of talent they went out and found, mind-blowing. Yeah, now, it was really cool. Did you see a consistency in what type of artist each of these judges like? Uh, yeah, the, there was definitely consistency in that all the, the artists were good. I mean, they one of the requisites of this show was that they played like 100 to 150 professional gigs throughout the country okay. before right. even coming here. Gotcha. So they're all pros. There's, there's no bad performances. Okay, um, and before we let you go, where is this tape? Where do they perform? They perform in Nashville, and okay. it airs on USA Network, 10 o'clock, Tuesday night. Uh, thank you so much for having me, though. Yes. I want to tell all your friends, everybody tune in. It's going to be a blast. Okay. okay. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Graham. Graham. All right, guys. That was nationally known radio host Graham Bunn, now moving into TV, hosting Real Country on the USA Network. Check out the show with Shania Twain, Travis Tritt, and Jake Owens. Airing Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Central on the USA Network. Graham, thanks for bringing a great behind-the-scenes look at Real Country. We'll be watching and rooting for all the talent. Well, I'm actually only going to be rooting for Shania Twain's picks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, sisters, who else do we need to thank? Okay, well, big high fives to Zach Holmes and Chad Tepper of the crazy show Too Stupid to Die airing on MTV on Friday nights, 8.30 p.m. Central. Chad and Zach, thanks for joining us today for bringing the danger, bringing the risk-taking, and bringing the fun. You said it. And finally, Larry Stewart of Restless Heart. Thanks for being the musical heartbeat of the show today. Oh, yeah. So fun hearing the stories behind the hits, how Restless Heart is back together. 
same five original members from 35 years ago. You can catch them on the Restless Heart 35th anniversary tour and look forward to their upcoming single. Thanks, Larry, for being so candid, relaxed, and honest about your journey. All right. Well, that wraps up another Mulberry Lane show. We want to wish you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving. Yes, the Mulberry family will all be together at Rachel's house celebrating. And we have a theme this year. Yes, we do. Yes, I host Thanksgiving every year. And this year we decided to have a theme. So if you don't know, our dad's name is Frank and our mom's name is Jerry. And we were just messing around and Rachel said, oh, we should call Thanksgiving a happy Franksgiving to kind of celebrate our dad. And then we couldn't leave mom out. So we tagged on the line and a kickoff to a Jerry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I know we're nuts around here. (laughs) We'll let you know how that theme works out next week. (laughs) So we hope you'll be surrounded by family and friends this Thanksgiving. And we'll meet you here next week. Same time, same place, same couch. Check social media for our Thanksgiving song yes. written just for you. Mm-hmm. Bo, stay happy and stay blessed. Allie, don't forget to be awesome. Rachel, that's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. There must be something